With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome in on a big Wednesday night. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Beyer, my partner for many a year on Sundays doing fantasy football talk. You hear him weekdays on the Doug Gottlieb show. And of course, he and I have reunited for the I Watch Your Flex podcast. Smith is off tonight. As you heard him lament the idea of turning 50 last night, <laughs> it will be a much happier uh, go lucky kind of uh, event here for the next four hours. Uh, I wish him well. I, th- I think he's made it through pretty well. I'm set to drop off his present tomorrow. But how you doing, Dan? It's good to be with you. Did the birthday wish involve the Mets? Well, Knicks he got he got a twenty four million dollar uh, gift today. 
<laughs> a man, Robinson Cano, getting busted for PEDs, season-long suspensions. Like, hey, we got money to spend. I, I don't know that I've ever seen him respond more quickly to a news report concerning one of his teams than, wait, Cano's gone and we get that money back? Oh, what a glorious time. That uh, that would be the greatest birthday wish ever if it did end up coming true. And kudos to Jason Smith if he was able to keep that under wraps because that is pretty darn impressive. But I do want to say happy birthday to Jason and uh, can't wait for the next four hours. It should yeah, be fun tonight. Good to be with you. we got a lot of uh, good NFL stories uh, on the books. We've got the NBA draft, obviously, and we'll get to that momentarily. The number three pick, I think, is the one that has everybody's tongues wagging and have people excited uh, in the this process some big news earlier as well with clay thompson we'll talk about him uh and the ramifications right because that quick run-up back to nba prominence well hit the brakes on that one for a moment for the golden state warriors uh but as we've been tracking dan uh anthony edwards first you heard brian fenley in the update say it uh my beloved chicago bulls at four the florida state project as Brian Fenley's laid it out, um, yeah, uh, not a, not a starter rotations. We know how Florida State ran their their minutes, or maybe you don't. Uh, I got to watch them a lot here. Why? Because well, they're in in the conference with Smith's team, which meant a lot of uh, watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's funny because even last year when the tournament ended up being called off in March, there was more talk about the likes of a Dayton team or a San Diego State team having the ability to win a national championship when in most years they aren't in that driver's seat position. But now you look back and you see what Florida State had and you're saying, okay, maybe Florida State's the one who's actually really kicking themselves that there wasn't an NCAA tournament last year. We like to focus on the the, the Aztecs or the Flyers because of the season that they had but yeah Florida State could have been could have been that team in 2020 yeah just the curiosity and certainly as we watch the draft unfold uh, I do dig that when we get to LaMelo Ball and and going to Charlotte uh, in the draft review his team is just USA Uh, so that's good Uh, but going down you notice that the normal heavyweights in the collegiate ranks aren't there Cole Anthony at 15 from North Carolina He's the first of your pedigree programs, really, yeah. to get drafted. And he goes to Orlando. Before that, you know, Memphis, Florida State, USC, a couple of international players, Dayton, Maryland. You know, not not teams that you normally throw up uh, that quickly in terms of being heavyweights and preparing for the draft. Not, not the blue blood programs because we're used to having the seemingly endless parade i always call it the shark's teeth effect you know they take a bite out of you dan the next row come up (laughs) Uh, and that's been kentucky for so many years and all of a sudden you're like wait where are they duke too yeah Yeah. it's it's it really is in the first three picks and that is it's one of the things that actually stands out to me with those first three picks and i know that there are guys you mentioned you know cole anthony ends up going to the magic uh tyrese halliburton ends up falling he goes uh, to sacramento late in the lottery but really this draft and and say what you will about this draft was about the first three picks that's where it was and you mentioned lamello ball and yeah, you're right. I mean, LaMelo Ball, 
didn't we know LaMelo Ball because of LeVar Ball. Like yeah. that that's why we know about LaMelo Ball. We know about James Wiseman mostly because of what happened that didn't allow him to play uh at Memphis right. and, and his saga. And Anthony Edwards, we really don't know anything about. We've heard in some of the Fox Sports radio promos and what's been talked about a lot over the last 24 hours is his non-love of basketball, but it's not like we were sitting down and even watching Georgia basketball last right. season. So that's you know, and that and that's you know that's what you get with this. I will say with Melo though, Mike, as you see how the first round has has played out, or these first couple of picks. I mean, this was worst case scenario really for Lamelo Ball and and for the Ball family because Minnesota. I I I know that there was talk about him maybe going number one. I may be the only guy still in the world that likes D'Angelo Russell and thinks that that he's valuable. But to me, that's that's the guy that you would actually want the the ball in his hand. So I'm not sure that Lamelo Ball would have fit there. I just never thought that it was going to be that case with with him in Golden State. I, I didn't think that that was going to work out. Not that Kobe White is a guy in Chicago that you're moving on from right away, but it's not like you know Lavar can force his hand and saying we're not going to Charlotte because we want to go to Chicago. You're not doing that. So then he ends up going to a team that yeah, it's owned by Michael Jordan, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find three other teams in the NBA with a lower profile than the Charlotte Hornets. No, that's yeah, it, right? You know, go go through so, that roster. You, you don't have any, certainly, household names uh, at, at this point in, in time, right, where you're going through, and maybe if you're a trading card investor, you're excited about the prospects of Devontae Graham and P.J. Washington. Uh, maybe a little bit of Bridges. But beyond that, there there's nobody that's getting you excited uh, about the squad, so you, you get a raise in a profile there, certainly. Yeah. And the ties to Jordan means, well, you're going to be front and center uh, in in that regard, right? Become an ambassador and 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 such. But it going to Chicago, Kobe White didn't really get to play until the final third of the truncated season, and he showed to be a star. So, uh, not that you can't move on from that if you decided the marketability marketability was better, but from a straight player. Spot, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kobe White sense. is a guy that the the city got excited about. Yeah, and and when you when you look at the pick when it's made, and you have Lamelo going to Charlotte, and I listen, I don't want to sit here and rain on the kid's parade because it's the biggest night of his life. It's just more of the overall picture, Mike, where the conversation is not about what LaMelo Ball can do for the Charlotte Hornets to bring them out of NBA purgatory where people actually care about them. By the way, the only other team that I think matters that that kind of rivals, but actually I think Charlotte is dead last for the, for the teams that you actually care about in the NBA because Memphis now has an identity, and I would argue Orlando, but Orlando was a playoff team last year, so you right. can't sit there and say that. So, so Charlotte is dead last, but what are we talking about? We're talking about... Can LeVar Ball actually play Michael Jordan one-on-one? Like, it's a joke. <laughs> like, like it's funny, and it's, you know, hey, LeVar. That's what we are talking about, whereas 
Anthony Edwards were like, okay, well, he goes to, you know, he goes to Minnesota. Maybe they're trying to put something together. What happens with James Wiseman is good and, and Clay Thompson's uh, possible injury. How does that affect the Warriors? But it is also how Wiseman fits in with the Warriors. But all the, all the mellow balls pick for Charlotte is, is Michael Jordan going to call LeVar on the one-on-one game? Like that, that's, and that, to <laughs> me, says a lot more about anything, whether it be with that pick, whether it be with LaMelo as the player, whether it be with Charlotte as the team, or this whole draft as a whole, that's what we have tonight. Yeah, I take it to what we watched over the course of the weekend, Dan. You know, you're a huge golf fan, so the Masters is, is your thing, right? You have your tickets yes. set for next year and hoping to be able to attend, and, and you know you celebrate those four rounds. But you have a lot of folks that it's Tiger Woods, right? Yep. And, and maybe a little bit of DeChambeau and just wondering what that was going to look like this year. Well, both fizzled, so that, that didn't work. But for this draft, and certainly for Charlotte, it's Michael Jordan still the name, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, I, I mentioned a couple of players that – you can like and be very curious of what they become and is their potential stardom, but they're not transcendent figures at this point. And in that draft class, they're all fighting for fourth at best, right? Because it's always going to be Zion, Ja, Tyler Hero, and then you've got it's pretty deep class, but you're you're just mm-hmm. another name at the end of a, a pretty long list, and you might become something. You know, inside the city and and Lamelo Ball, we've seen enough Zapruder film, right? From high school games, their mutant league that they were working through, and then his work in Australia. And we know he doesn't have any shyness about shooting. That we're well aware of. Uh, I, I take this one for you though, Dan, because here's here's a data point you'll love. As of Tuesday, the majority of money being bet on the number one overall picks at the M- Bet MGM. was going on LaMelo Ball. And then it swapped in the last 24 hours to where Edwards became the top favorite Mm -hmm. at minus 250. So uh, a little bit of a shift there. But overall, we didn't know a lot of the names here, and we watch college buckets. I I mean, I'm not... I'm not claiming to have the toothpicks in my eyes like I'm in clockwork orange to sit and watch all this stuff. But... You had three or four names that really at the top of the draft was it, right? You mentioned Edwards. You got LaMelo Ball. You had Wiseman, as you said, for what he wasn't able to do in college. And then Obi Toppin was a guy that broke through, right? Because he was a scoring machine. So he he got some run in the national media. Beyond that, you might have had your conference guys that you knew, right? And dialed into your teams. But from a nationwide uh, respect. We didn't get the NCAA tournament, which meant these guys didn't get their shining moments yeah. to steal and not have to pay seven bucks for copyright by changing it. But I, I also, I also think it it says a lot about what the NBA is and where it is as a league. And I think that that's it's such an individual driven league, and it's it's I I don't know if it's a problem, Mike, but. I, I just you, you look at what has happened over the last couple of weeks and specifically with what's happened in Houston, and not that Houston is the national brand like the Lakers are or the Celtics where you have fans everywhere, but it's such a player-driven league where, you know, I mean, 
you know, there's when you think of the Houston Rockets over the last 30, you know, to 40 years, you think Olajuwon number one, and then I'd say you'd say James Harden number two. That's that's what you would that's what mm-hmm. you would think of if you're the Houston Rockets. And so, like James Harden now wants out, and and you're like, wait a second, he's the second most recognizable face of that franchise and that history, and and you know and. Now he just wants to leave because the situation isn't good. And it's such an individual-driven league. And I would say it's the toughest to be a fan of a team in the NBA. I actually feel fortunate being a Bucks fan because they have Giannis. Even after the last, you know, it, it actually wasn't difficult being a Bucks fan for, you know, 20 years because they really weren't that good, but they were who they, you know, they were. But now with the individual player you know, demanding and trying to change so much, it's tough being a fan, man. And and you know, no, it's it's the ebb and flow, man. We we've yeah. talked about, it. and it's been that way. I mean, if we really think about it, I guess back to when we were kids is where it really kind of shifted. Uh, but it's become more a, certainly exacerbated in these times. You know, we could do the whole Houston thing later on in the show if you want. There's a lot uh, to unpack about the rumor, conjecture, and speculation related to that. But for this draft. No tournament. The fact that we're in mid-November and you're going opposite matching, I just don't know how much more you can get, Dan. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Moving over to the National Football League, it's been an interesting week for Eagles coach Doug Peterson. Obviously, the storm in Philadelphia because, well, let's just face it, nothing's going right. And I want to take you back to the beginning of the week first, Dan, when he went to do his weekly appearance on WIP and was greeted with some data that probably doesn't put you in the best of moods. Who do you blame the most for the Eagles' 10-point loss to the Giants? 72% coaching. Head coach of the Eagles, Doug Peterson. Hi, Doug. Good morning, Angelo. Thanks for the lead-in. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. That was just... That was awesome. I know. Listen, that just puts me in a great mood today. (laughs) Already in a good mood. I appreciate it. I kind of felt you probably wouldn't be in a good mood. Can I hang up now? No, no. Please don't, Doug. I'm I'm feeling my obligation right now. If I I hang up, I feel my obligation. Doug. How great is that? I'm feeling my obligation. I answered the phone. But seventy two percent put it on him. Except Doug Peterson. And I <laughs> I agree with the seventy two percent. I I I we'll get into it, but I agree with the seventy two percent. I concur. So f- the follow up is that we move to the middle of the week and questions coming up as we look for an Eagles Browns matchup coming up on Sunday. And he was asked questions about his quarterback and regrets and considerations from the draft just a couple of years hence. Uh, or in the rear view. I think I used that wrong. Anyway, draft from a couple of years ago where they bring in Carson Wentz, right? And, quote, he's the guy we wanted back then. He's still the guy we want today. I love everything about Carson Wentz, and he's a great leader for our team and our city, and I do it all over again. Just repeatedly. You know, Carson Wentz is our guy. You had mm-hmm. Brett Favre with his comments on Nick Foles as a guy who well, grew up in Chicago and follows the Bears very closely. You're not going to find a lot of big words of praise coming from me related to Nick Foles. Now, I would marry that with a criticism of Matt Nagy and the way that coaching staff has worked this year in Chicago, but it's right alongside the way Peterson and the the Eagles have gone through this season. Injuries are part of the NFL. This year, yes, there are injuries across the league, and the Eagles seemingly got hit as hard or harder than a lot of teams. But you know what? Life's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. 
Okay, I, I was going to do the whole Rocky speech, but I'll <laughs> save you from that, Dan. But look, they had some issues on the offensive line. The wide receivers that you were bringing in, that was a failure of the coaching staff and the front office to begin with when you were banking on Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson to be your bookend wide receivers. Yeah. Right? Obviously, Zach Ertz missing considerable time, as did Dallas Goddard. That's not going to help your cause. Miles Sanders was out for a bit. But Carson Wentz has been awful, and there's no defending it. Even when the offensive line has given him time, the reads are slow, and the ball has been inaccurate week in, week out, and they haven't put him in the best position to succeed either. So I'll get, I guess 72-28 sounds about right to me. Well, and I think that the Philadelphia fans understand that. And then it, it pops up this week because the Eagles ended up doing the, uh, the trade with the Cleveland Browns to get Carson Wentz, and so they're playing the Browns this week. So that question pops up. You know, sure. that's the reason why the, you know, the, it's, it, it's not necessarily just an all Carson Wentz thing. But you're absolutely right. Look at, look at what happened three years ago. In that Super Bowl run, or look at the names of the players that you you mentioned. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, big part of that Super Bowl run. Zach Ertz, big part of that Super Bowl run. We saw what Trey Burton did in in the Super Bowl game. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt was their physical running back. You basically had four running backs for Philadelphia that season that served a bunch of different uh, different roles in that team. Remember, they, Jay Ajayi came in from Miami. You had Corey Clement, who caught a touchdown pass in that Super Bowl. You mentioned the offensive line. So now take all of those pieces and add three years to them and then tell me how they're doing. Because that's where we are right now. And to your point, it is on Doug Peterson. It is on the front office. Yeah, Carson Wentz you know, needs to, to take responsibility. But you also have to figure out how you're going to make this work in this Philadelphia Eagles team to me, Mike is run the same way that it was three years ago with extremely different and older and more banged up personnel. And so whose fault is that, that, that maybe Carson Wentz is dealing with these same things when maybe it seems that the Eagles are a bit stuck in the past. Like, like I think Miles Sanders is one of the top running backs in the National Football League, and he hasn't been healthy this year. But when he has been healthy, Mike, he has been a weapon for them. And you know what it also allows you to do when you just run the football? Is it allows those offensive linemen to not have to pass block for Carson Wentz, or it also takes the ball out of Carson Wentz's yes. hands. Just run the stupid football. Like, 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 like I, I know it's easier said than done, but to me there's just a – Carson Wentz is getting so much flack, and the interceptions are are tough to defend. But I'm glad to see that the people of Philadelphia realize something, and maybe the front office needs to realize something because there's just so much flack being put on the shoulders of Carson Wentz that I don't think it's necessarily all his fault uh, to what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I always watch how the these things flow. You get a short shelf life after a Super Bowl, right? You'll get a couple of years grace if things fall apart, right? Free agency guys have a good run in the playoffs and someone overpays what you think the market should be. And a lot of times you'll see that in a defensive secondary or or a guy flashes for a game as a wide receiver and suddenly there's there's a big suitor that comes and takes them away. Teams are never the same. Go back to the 85 Bears. Not that they shouldn't have had a continuous run if the coaches weren't slap fighting each other. Oh wait, we're going to talk about coaches fighting 
<laughs> potentially in a minute or two here. But the the idea is free agency will raid you very quickly, right? And you get reassessed on your worth and guys play with chips on their shoulders. They're mad. There's there's a lot of things that disc malcontents in the locker room. But you get a couple of years grace. And then it's, all right, what have you done for me lately? That's a lifetime ago, right? It's like the argument when anybody, quarterbacks get signed, it's, well, this Colin Kaepernick would be better than this guy. It's like, yeah, five years ago he was, right? That's now five, yeah. six years ago we're talking about. Likewise, Nick Foles, when you try to sell him as he was a Super Bowl winner, that's great. He was great in that moment. He had a great run. It's kind of like when Joe Flacco bet on himself, right? Taking the player-coach equation, right? You make a bet on yourself, and you have a great four-game series, right, which is what Joe Flacco did, and he ended up getting paid. And then we had the Joe Flacco is elite commentary that flowed out of it. Likewise, coaches, you you get a, a little bit of grace, but when you're there and you've won, you also can't tell me you don't have a, a big hand on the personnel decisions. And if you're going to keep going to battle, knowing guys either out of loyalty or just blind faith that you're going to keep rolling out the same guys uh, and expecting the same victorious results, even in a bad NFC East, it's just not going to work. You know, the amazing thing about this is and we know that the NFC East stinks, but in those three seasons from then and now, so it was Super Bowl win, then you lose in the divisional playoffs, and then you lose in the wild card round. Like, that's what you have for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Mike, we're not talking about Carson Wentz going 6-10 and and doing and having that sort of season. The Eagles haven't missed the playoffs. Now, last year, yeah, they, they when they made it to the playoffs, they weren't going to go anywhere. They're still a 9-7 and team that won that that ended up winning that division, winning a game against Dallas late in the season. I just – so much is on Carson Wentz for a team that hasn't missed the playoffs since he came back from his injury, and uh, nobody wants – and I want to say nobody wants to talk about, but the it is the front office. It is the head coach. Why are we pouring it, you know, on Carson Wentz, and now you want to know if the head coach is – wanting to, you know, wish he would have done that trade back. By the way, there would be no head coach in the entire world that would say, yeah, I wish we wouldn't have done that. Like, like right, No, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a, a bad question. He's my well. quarterback, and I'm. it was a catastrophic error in judgment on our part. Yeah, we don't like to we, – we wish we could have done it over, you know, done it over, but you know what? We're going to still have him for the rest of the season. What the heck would that do for you? <laughs> really doesn't help the locker room. That's That might as well just do another poll question uh, ahead of uh, answering that question as well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Our buddy Aaron Torres, he's all over it. The college basketball, college football landscape. You hear him every weekend here at Fox Sports Radio alongside the stinking genius Arnie Spanier. Aaron, a little quieter. No uh, Arnie in your ear, but satisfied, happy with what you saw tonight? So two things, Mike and, and Dan and, and obviously Brian Finley as well. How could I forget Brian? So two things, Mike. One, you know, Jason claims it's his birthday He must have had some intel that the Knicks were going to steal draft night with the best pick of the draft in Obi Toppin. He's out popping. I don't even know if he drinks champagne, but he's having some now. But He's just eating pints of ice cream. Well, however, Jason celebrates, that's fine. But, Mike, I'm not going to lie. Two years ago, two drafts ago, I remember coming on with you and Jason because Jason had dubbed me the LeVar Ball Whisperer. That's right. I'm I'm the only person that knew LeVar Ball before uh, all this chaos started. The whole story has come full circle. And, and you know, like, Jason's gone. I'm so bummed. 
I thought we could just wrap, put a little bow on that one. That was like our thing from two years ago when Lonzo got drafted. No, it is a beautiful thing, and he's been out of sight, out of mind, quiet. And in, in this draft cycle, now he's going to go for, try to fight Michael Jordan, so that'll be fun. Uh, but well, two kids that, that finish thought. in the top you know, three, we, that's we, a pretty we, big deal. We saw, uh, we saw the, the MJ documentary where, you know, uh, George Carl does this, and, you know, it's a slight, and I took offense to that, and then I took it personal. I just think this draft pick was about, you know, two years ago, LeVar claimed that he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. I think they just drafted LaMelo so Michael could play uh, LeVar one-on-one and see who wins once and for all. That's my hunch on that one. That's my bold take. <laughs> who's, who, who's the player that's going to have the Jordan chip on their shoulder from falling? Is it Toppin? Is it Tyrese Halliburton? Who's going to have that Jordan-sized chip on their shoulder because of tonight's results? Um, you know, I, I think the obvious answer, Dan, is Obi Toppin. And, and listen, you know, I truly believe if there had been an NCAA tournament, I believe that he would have been, if not the consensus number one, much more in the conversation. And I just go back to a year and change ago with John Moran. I mean, I remember going on with the odd couple, Chris and Rob, before the tournament, them asking me about this John Moran kid that they had been hearing about. And I said, he's the second best player in this tournament. And I remember Chris vividly, you know, really, he's better than RJ, uh, uh, RJ Barrett. He's better than Cam Reddish. He's I said, yes, just watch. And sure enough, one game into the tournament, John Moran has a triple-double, and nobody's questioning drafting John Moran over R.J. Barrett. And so you talk about Obi Toppin, who I do think has a chip on his shoulder. This was a kid six foot two as a junior in high school, zero scholarship offers coming out of high school, had to go to prep school for a year, ends up at Dayton red shirts. This kid dealt with real, real adversity. And so to fall in the draft after being National Player of the Year, but then also kind of to use the word full circle I just used, going back to his hometown Knicks, where I think there's going to be real pride putting on, you know, that orange and blue uh, for the Knicks. And so I do think he's the guy that, that won. I, I already liked him coming in, but the fact that he fell, the fact that he can use that chip on his shoulder, I think it's a great night to be a Knicks fan. I really do. How about that? Pride in wearing a Knicks uniform. Uh, Aaron Torres, our guest here at Fox Sports Radio, the Aaron Torres podcast. You can get that on Apple Podcasts. He's got his draft review up. Uh, And Aaron, as the draft got underway and we were following the news of the day, look, the draft got overshadowed by the injury to Clay Thompson. Were you surprised they didn't trade out of number two? I mean, I've been banging the drum for weeks that I'd love to see James Harden hanging out with Steph Curry anyway. But are you surprised that Wiseman still went there? Well, I'll tell you this, Mike. I, it was a thought that I had just from the perspective of, you know, I know you guys were in studio, so you might not have had a chance to watch it. But the guys on the broadcast, they kept kind of hammering this this thought home of, you know, don't let the Clay Thompson uh, injury, potential injury, we still don't know what it is, I don't believe, um, don't let that impact what you do. Stick to the plan that you had. And I actually completely disagree with that. I think the the Warriors targeted James Wiseman because he fit a position of need for a team that was ready to return next year to championship status, Um, and he could be a role player, a fifth player, uh, all that kind of stuff. And now that whole narrative might change with Klay Thompson out for an extended period of time. So does that mean taking LaMelo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton, Obi Toppin, I don't know. Maybe they believe that James Wiseman can be a contributor right away. But, Mike, I think it's a great point by you. That was really a thought of mine was, listen, if, if you think this is serious with Clay Thompson, you know, Steph Curry and, and, and Draymond Green might not have very many years left to wait around for Clay Thompson to get back to 100% if he ever does. 
This window is right now this second, and I was surprised that they maybe didn't either try to take a more ready player, a player that kind of fills the void that Clay Thompson might uh, miss, or to your point, uh, might trade out of that selection. Yeah, well, that, that was going to be my question. Who would you take? Because that's where I thought they were caught between – I don't want to say caught between. I just I, I disagree. Like I, I think they, they, they take Wiseman and you move on just because I mean you, you just can't find a Clay Thompson anywhere. Like that 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 would be my whole argument of just I, I know there's a bunch of guys in the draft, but if you don't have Clay Thompson, you're not gonna be winning the West anyway. So what is it what does it matter if you take one of these other guys? I so I, I actually disagree with that point. I just I don't think that there's anybody in that draft that they could do and I would think actually think Wisewood Wiseman would actually who knows? Maybe have more value if he was to be dealt. But I mean, it's, it, it, we're going to have better drafts in the next yeah. couple of years. I know that the Warriors aren't going to be picking, but I just I don't know who they would have taken well, if they could have. And that that last point is the the, the important point, Mike or Mike Dan. I apologize about that. Right. One, I agree. Worse. No, no, no. Okay. First of all, <laughs> there is no Clay. It, it, clearly, Clay Thompson's a multi-time All Star. You know, sixty-point games, all that stuff. That wasn't what I was arguing. What I was arguing a little bit was this: is that Last year when Kevin Durant leaves and Klay Thompson blows out his knee in game five or six of the finals or whatever it is, you know that 2019-2020 is a transition year. And, like, I remember having the conversations maybe with you guys on air at some point of, like, do you kind of shut down Steph Curry for the season and just just focus on getting ready for Mm 21-22 or 2020? And so uh, the, the only point I was trying to make, and maybe they feel like James Wiseman is the most NBA ready player, but, you know, you can't sit around waiting another, you know, that, that, the, the window of just waiting around till you get healthy doesn't go on in perpetuity. It works for 2019, 2020. You get sure. the pick that you want. But my only point was if you think there's somebody more NBA ready, and maybe they think Wiseman is that guy. That was the only point I was trying to make, Dan, but I agree. There's nobody in the same stratosphere as Clay Thompson. As much as I love college basketball, I would never, never try to claim that. Aaron will have his full wrap-up on Apple Podcasts. You can find it at the Aaron Torres Podcast. Listen to him this weekend as he debates and shouts down Arnie Spanier with some of his <laughs> cockamamie theories on the sporting world. At Aaron underscore Torres is where you find him on Twitter. Thanks for coming on, buddy, and staying Thanks, up Aaron. with us. Just one correction. It's not a debate when one person is always right and Arnie's always wrong. Not naming names. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. But, but I put Arnie's my college wrong, fund on it, Torres. Anyway. It's not a de- anyway. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. My guy Dan Byer slides in, and when Dan comes in, he's all suited and ready to go. Well, and I have to let him do the intro to this next segment of brilliant entertainment. Well, Mike, we're not going to do it, you know, just you and I. we got to bring the family in. It's time to play the feud. All yeah! right. Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger, Alex Teicher, and Brian Fenley making up the Fox family tonight here on the feud. Top 11 answers on the board. Guys are allowed three strikes, but if you get three strikes, game is over. We do have the pass, <laughs> a.k.a. the Alex Tyshirt rule. We'll yes. see if it'll be used tonight. The pass can be used by one participant. They can use the pass. It will reveal a right answer, but no one in the game can use the pass the rest of the way. So once it's used by one, that means it's used by all and no longer there. Nobody better touch it, Dan. Top 11 <laughs> answers on the board. I have faith in you, Big A. I do. 
What I want to know, because Wednesday night it's the NBA draft, I want to know the 11 players who were first overall picks in the NBA draft that also went on to win an NBA MVP award. There are 11 players who were the first overall picks in, in the draft, and then they went on to win an MVP in their NBA career. Mike Harmon, we will start with you. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, 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 Shaq. Show me Shaq. There it is, Shaquille O'Neal. First pick of the 1992 NBA draft. Let's go over to the executive producer's desk with Ryan Bershinger. LeBron James. Oh. You heard Alex scream. Show me (laughs) LeBron James. LeBron, four-time winner of the MVP, the 2003 first overall pick. Let's go over to the big A, Alex Tyshirt. Dan, I'm a little upset that uh, Burst set me up with uh, not the easy one there. Um, Gosh, dude. I know we always play this guy and we always talk about it. Bill Walton, is that one? Show me, Bill Walton. Let's go! Yes! (laughs) Big A coming out firing. The first pick in the 1974 NBA draft, of course, wins the title and an MVP with the Portland Trailblazers. I'll take my uh, walk around the park now, Dan. <laughs> you guys must talk a lot about Bill Walton on this show, Big A, huh? All I mean, right, well, we used to with a lot of his random clips lot. when he got back into, <laughs> into broadcasting. Let's go over to Brian Fenley at the uh, anchor desk. Brian, you want to make it four for four? George Mikan? Mm, George Mikan. Is it... By George Mikan? No, that is not the case. The streak ends. Let's see if we can start a new one back around to Mike Harmon. Let's go, Tim Duncan. Oh, yes. Tim Duncan was the first overall pick in the 1990, was it the 1997 NBA draft? Yes, it was. Yeah, 1997. Show me Tim Duncan. There he is. Yes, Tim Duncan, a multi Time winner of the MVP. Over to Ryan Bershinger. We've got four answers looking for the first overall picks in the NBA that went on to be league MVPs. So far, LeBron, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, and Bill Walton are off the board. Derek Rose. Ah, Rose, the 2008 first round pick of the first overall pick of the Chicago Bulls. Balls. Is there an MVP there? Show me Derek Rose. Ah, yes, booming right answers, left and right, back around the big A. The pass is still available if you're interested. Dan, you know I'm still doing my walk around the park right now, so I'm going to go ahead and use that uh, pass right now. Using the pass. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, The big A, you're going to get the big O. Oscar Robertson won an NBA MVP and also was a first overall pick of the NBA draft, so Oscar Robertson is off the board. There are five answers left. Over to Brian Fenley at the news desk. Akeem Olajuwon? Oh, I don't know if this is reality or is it a dream. Show me Akeem. <laughs> yes, that is. Oh, it's oh. reality. Fenley's on the board. Akeem Olajuwon, first overall pick in the 1984 NBA draft. Back around to Mike Harmon looking for four names who were first overall picks that won league MVPs. Going back to the uh, other member of the Twin Towers, how about a little bit of David Robinson? Oh, the Admiral. Show me, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. 
David Robinson, yes, 1987. Uh, just the, that was the hoops year, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, Robert, yeah, the yeah, Robinson yeah. Well, hoops card. Yeah, it was. It was the 80. What was it? 89-90, right? Because he uh, no, he went yeah. and did his two years. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, David Robinson is off the board. Ryan Bershinger, three answers left. First overall picks who went on to win league MVPs. I'll try Bill Russell. Did, was Bill Russell? I don't know. Bill Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I you just love to the say confidence. Bill I love the confidence. Is it Bill Russell? <laughs> no, no, it is oh! not Bill Russell. All right, Big A, to keep this baby alive, let's see if you've got any magic in you. First overall picks in the NBA that went on to be league MVPs. Dan. One could say to keep this game going, I would need some magic. Give me a Magic Johnson right here. Show me Irvin Johnson. Let's go! Right. Big A knows to listen. Let's that go. is for sure. Damn! Uh, over to the news desk. I don't know if uh, mm. he's changed his name or not. Brian Fenley, we're short on time. Give me a name. The Iceman, George Gervin. Uh, the Iceman. <laughs> no. I think we're going to be frozen out of a win. Is it George Gervin? Kareem! No. Kareem! Oh. Luel Cinderman! Oh, oh. And uh, the other answer you were looking for? Allen Iverson. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 